Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Then, yeah. Like all of a sudden, now you act like the Browns are like this this upscale team that, like, oh, you know what? We're gonna get rid of Baker Mayfield because that's what's holding us back. Nice. Play to work sports. sports. Welcome to another episode, episode 10, Vince, get the gong out, ring the gong. We've uh, we went to 10 episodes now on Late to Work Sports. Vince, where's the gong? I don't hear no gong sound. Gong? Yeah, did you get the gong? No, I ain't getting no gong. What are you talking about? I told you to get the gong, man, so you can ring the gong on episode 10. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I left it in the, the store. You left it in your other pants, didn't you? I left it at the store. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, so ten episodes in, dude. It's uh, it's been fun so far, man. This is uh, this has been something else. And first off, I want to apologize to everybody for my voice. Uh, uh, as a lot of y'all know, I'm in the military, and we we have uh some uh, fitness tests we do, and I was monitoring fitness tests and trying to encourage people, and so I yelled for about two hours straight. And so you will notice my voice is a little harsh, uh, and raspy. Vince Being honey, baby. That. That does sound pretty good, right? I'm going to have to go make me some out of this podcast. Yes, hey, bud. Football season's back, man. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. It was a very exciting weekend, too, man. I can't wait to get into the topics today. It has been a wild ride. And, uh, and honestly, all the things. I did my week one picks. I threw them in the Discord for everybody. I put them on social media for everybody. And then uh, the teams went out and embarrassed me. So that was awesome. Uh, college football has been wild so far it uh it's been some it's been some good time so far man I'm, I'm super excited oh yeah absolutely so hey before we jump into the topics though vince i want to go ahead and throw out to everybody that vince and i came together and we have a little giveaway to basically christen 10 episodes into the show now and yep. the giveaway is a copy of either NBA 2K23 or Madden 23 for whichever game platform that you use. But uh, it's it's out there. Um, all you have to do is go on our social medias. You get uh, four chances, because obviously we have four different social medias and we're doing it across all of them. So you get four chances to enter as long as you follow the rules on each one of them. So if you have not checked out our social medias, first off, I don't know what you're doing. Secondly, it's a chance to get a free video game. I mean, it's and a bit is saying I, uh, I got two K twenty three. It is it is by far the best two K I've played in about three four years. Yeah, so Vince, it's easy. I mean, you see the rules. We talked about the rules. They're easy. It's easy to enter. Right. Yeah, very easy. I mean, hell, we we trying to give y'all something. Yeah, so we want to we want to get a chance. So yeah, take my money. Hey. Let's go ahead and roll right into college football then. I don't really have too much to talk about with basketball this week, probably because it's everything is, is football right now. So before we roll into the new topics, though, Vince, I know we didn't get to hit really on week two of the college football season because of the way it broke down, but you and I both had our games to watch for week one in college, right? And yes. yours was Oregon and Georgia, 
and mine was Notre Dame and Ohio State. So, first off, I guess we can just talk about Georgia and Oregon. What was your What was your thought on that? Is uh, was Oregon too highly ranked? Was Georgia just that big of a juggernaut? What's your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm torn between that one. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not torn between Oregon's trash, but um, I don't know if Georgia's the juggernaut yet. I'm, 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 I'm not saying I'm sold on them yet, but I mean, if y'all have been listening to the podcast, I sold my soul for Georgia to win the title last year. So I hope the, the fruits of my labor continue. So uh, looking forward to them running the running the table. I don't see them losing. What was the game I said? Kentucky or was it Arkansas? No, it wasn't Arkansas. It was Kentucky. I was concerned about the Kentucky game is the one I'm concerned about. But other than that, they're going to run the table. Hey, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't see anybody knocking them off in the regular season. I really don't. I don't think Kentucky has the power to play with them. So, I mean, I knew the Oregon one. I I, I just knew Oregon was not going to match up well. Did I think it was going to be a bloodbath? No, but I didn't think they were going to match up well. Georgia, Georgia is scary right now, man. I mean, they really are. They're just going out there and just just firing on all fronts. And then, uh, you know, we got people in the in the Discord talking about, oh, Bennett is the truth and he's highs, man. Then people obviously crazy, in my opinion. He's, he's, he's not Heisman worthy. He's a game manager. He's a, he's a Trent Dilfer for the the Baltimore Ravens. That's what I think, man. But and, know, and there's he, nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. He's got all season to prove us wrong, though. He's got all season to prove us wrong. Hey, and we pinned it, so we're gonna see how that ages. So this is on this is on the on the tape right here. So you know, my boy Raymond, he can bring this up, throw it in my face later if I was wrong, and and I know he will. So roll into the 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 bigger game, the more intriguing game, I guess you could say, until obviously. This week it just passed, which we'll get to. But that was the Ohio State and Notre Dame game. So I told you, Vince, that I thought both of these teams were rated too highly. That uh, they didn't need to be that high, man. They they were decent teams, at least I thought at that point. But they weren't that good of teams. You know what I mean? Right. And they pretty much showed exactly what I was saying. I mean, nothing jumped out of the table with any of their stat lines. Ohio State almost had 400 yards total, you know, to Notre Dame's 253. I mean, they had a – I mean, it was a good good rushing attack and passing attack by Ohio State. So, I guess what you could say is they had a well-rounded attack. But, yeah, but all in all, man, I mean, they didn't do anything that jumped off the, the paper at me. Like, ooh, wow, let's check them out. So, it wasn't really, to me, all that of a game. Uh, it, it, was, it was enjoyable to watch, right? But I'm not looking at it like they're the top dogs and, and watch out everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm not impressed with the Big Ten right now. I'm not. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm never really impressed with them. That's just my opinion. And so, well... Now we get the fun stuff here. So, do you want to talk about who lost first, or do you want to talk about the elephant in the room? Let's go ahead and go with the elephant in the room. All right, then. So, 
I was uh, I was trying to mentor these young Marines before a fun, eventful mess night, and you were blowing me up about the Alabama-Texas game, which unfortunately I have to confess I was not uh, able to watch. However, I Look did catch I did catch the final score, and so the elephant in the room here is Texas that good, or is Bama? Do they got some cracks in armor? Are they are they are they not that good? I mean, what's what's your take on that game? Because the final score was twenty to nineteen, Alabama, and we both know they scored literally. I believe it was like the ten seconds left or something like that. It was it was right down to the wire. Yeah, that's correct, man. I I don't. I think Texas is on the up and up, and I think that Alabama has a little bit of lag from the Heisman winner of uh, Bryce Young. I think he's. A, I think he's a little bit he's a little less than advertised. Now, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's not, but I don't think he is what gets them over the hump. Well, I mean, they also did it with a backup quarterback coming into the game, dude. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's another little like not a good look, you know. And I'm looking at it right here. They I mean the stat line is overall almost identical. There was more first downs by Texas, 25 to 16. Third down efficiency, Alabama ruled that. Alabama did get stopped on one fourth down, but they did get you know another one, so they split it. Total yards, you can't get much closer. 374 for Alabama, 371 for Texas. Texas yes. did it all in the air for the most part, 292 with only 79 rushing yards, where Alabama had a much closer balanced attack. With 213 in the air and 161 on the ground. Two sacks against Alabama, three sacks against Texas. You know, penalty yards. Now, penalties, Alabama was eaten alive with penalties 15 for 100 yards. That's a whole football field. So I don't know, man. Uh, I think, I think Alabama, I think this could be one of the weakest teams Nick Saban has had at, at Alabama. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's hard to argue otherwise, right, with that. I mean, you lost it. I, I, I don't think Texas is a scrub team at all, right, because that college pulls in, it pulls in players. It pulls in good players. But come on, man, that's, that's, that's hideous looking. So if they continue at this rate and they don't figure out what's going on, they are going to definitely have some problems because, I mean, in three weeks they got Arkansas. And then I was yeah. going to say they had Texas A&M right behind that, but – Yes, they do. There's three games that concern me with with like great pause here. You got Arkansas at Arkansas, mm-hmm. then you go home to Texas A&M, yep. and then you play Tennessee. Now, I don't think I'm not seeing Bama losing to Tennessee. Really, I'm picking Tennessee to win it. I have Texas A&M beating Bama. I would have had the last game with Texas A&M and App State not went that way. I would have chose them to probably beat them too but but I, what i will say what which would be a laughable loss is that they lose to vanderbilt which will never happen uh picks will fly when that happens but hey man uh, hey man anybody can win I, if you if, I, I tell you if you'd have bet that the spread for alabama and texas was 21 had i known that i would have bet on that because not that i thought texas would win but i would have bet that alabama is not going to go beat texas by 21 points. I'll take that bet. Events. Well, let's roll into a couple of big old upsets this week. 
we'll go with Notre Dame first. So Notre Dame got upset by Marshall. Now, this is particularly bad to me, but also a little bit gratifying to me because I, I told you on the last episode, Notre Dame is not that good. I agree. Marshall rolled in and beat them. That's embarrassing, dude. I mean, I don't, I don't really have any other way to, to, to code it. That is embarrassing. You got beat by a team that you shouldn't have lost to. I mean, you were favored by over 20 points, and you lost to them. I'm not talking about like, hey, you know, it, 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 you know they almost beat us. You legitimately lost to them. And here's the thing, man. With five minutes left, they threw an interception, right? And they were losing 26 to 15. They scored a touchdown with 39 seconds left. So, really, you got embarrassed. Yeah, that was garbage time points. Yeah, I mean, you, you got embarrassed because, I mean, they scored the first point uh, the herd did. And they missed the PAT. So then, you know, Notre Dame scored back. They kicked the field goal. They went into half. Marshall did up. And then they come out half, and they get another field goal, and they go up. And then you're finally able to score your second touchdown, and you get your two-point conversion. But from what I'm seeing, I mean, obviously I didn't watch this game, but from what I'm seeing, the breakdown, the stats, everything about is Marshall owns you all day long. You got ahead, you know, because you were able to stop them in the, in the red zone and let them kick field goals. But it didn't last long because right after you stopped them, they scored not long after you scored, and then intercepted you and took it all the way back to the house. So it's like this is crazy. If you break down these, you break down this, the, the the stats here. Um, they if they don't turn the ball over, they win, right? They win this game. They, they literally the, yes, they win this game. Yes, the stat the line, the stat. If you break down total yards, the herd only had thirteen more yards than them, dude. Thirteen more they yards. Through Marshall, yeah. Out through, they did not outrush them. But we'll we'll, we'll no. go ahead and give we'll give Marshall boy, that. Okay. Them. Oh boy, crushed him, man. Yeah, that that. Uh, Leborn, I think it's how you pronounce his last name. He he rushed for more yards than the whole entire Notre Dame team. Dude, they were all they they literally were like point six shy of gaining a first down every two downs. Mm-hmm. By, when rushing, that's crazy. But they were they were nasty out there. I mean, they really didn't work. So four yards. Oh, yeah. So they lost as they should. Here's what's garbage about it, in my opinion. Right? Tell me about it. They Notre Dame to me to me obviously you know they shouldn't have started out that high in the beginning of the year, like I said. And they played Ohio State, which I'm still not sold on. And now you get beat again. To me, I don't see how you as Notre Dame can get back in the top 25. I, I would feel like I'm looking at their schedule right now, and BYU is going to beat them, in my opinion. Clemson <laughs> is going to beat them, in my opinion. And USC is going to beat them, in my opinion. So I don't, think, I don't see how you get back in the top 25 if you're Notre Dame. I really don't. Can we, can we, can we talk something about this here? What, Notre what, Dame what? loses all Notre Dame loses all those games, right? That, Correct. that we're, we're projecting, right? Yep. Shouldn't that diminish Ohio State? 
theoretically speaking, right? Because that team is not what they ranked them as at the beginning of the season. So they're not good. So that should diminish Ohio State's win, correct? 100%. If you are Ohio State, you don't want to see Notre Dame go down that because you're trying to get, obviously, in the college playoffs. And right now they're only four games or four, four, uh, four teams. So you're obviously wanting to get in there. So, yes, this is, this is not what you want to see if you are Ohio State at all. You do not want to see the team that you just barely beat now because you didn't go out and smoke them. This wasn't a Georgia-Oregon. You, you, you barely beat them, let's be honest. And now they're getting beat by Marshall. The worst beat here to me, though, has to be Texas A&M losing to App State. <laughs> now, do you know, not only did you lose to App State, which, by the way, beat you in every statistical category that I'm looking at here. They had uh, 22 first downs compared to 9. 9 out of 20 third down efficiency compared to 2 out of 8. 3 out of 5 fourth down efficiency. You didn't even go for it on fourth down. Total yards, 315 to 186 passing yards. 134 to 97 rushing yards. 181 to 89. I mean, they almost had as many rushing yards as you had total yards. You had two turnovers. You were sacked twice. You only sacked them once. They had no turnovers. You had more penalties than them. You played the worst game you could play against them. Oh, and by the way, you also paid them $1.5 million to come play. Ouch. Ouch. So, this is, this is my thing here. Mm-hmm. Appalachian State is known for upsetting teams. This is yep. nothing new. Correct. This is absolutely nothing new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They took out Michigan, what, what eight, seven, eight years ago? They, if, if this is the team I remember, and I look oh, at I'm a sorry. lot of stats. Sweet baby Jesus. That was, no. Well, I look at a lot of stats every year. And, years ago? And, and pretty much every day I look at a lot of stats. And if I am right, I believe it was Appalachian State that beat two teams in the top three last year. I want to say. Uh, don't tell me one of them was Florida. I don't remember who they were, man. I seen the stat the other day, and I believe it was App State. But like I said, I'm not. I'm not 100 positive. But that's a that's an ugly look for for Texas A&M. <laughs> and M. And they beat Bama. Here's what pisses me off. About this, though. Texas A&M still ranked. How are you still ranked? How? I get it. You're 24th. But how? Marshall's ranked, right? No. No. Yeah, I don't don't understand that, then. I I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. The rankings, to me, have never... Whenever... If you lose to somebody... One week, right... Here's my thought process. If you lose to them, you shouldn't be ranked above them. Sorry. That's, that's how I feel. Oh, my I, goodness. So I'm looking at these rankings right here. So I'm, I'm on ESPN, right? Marshall yep. got 85 votes underneath Oregon with 89. And what was Texas A&M's votes? 145. See, that's garbage, man. That's garbage. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, let's not even get on this here. So... Uh, and that's just the AP poll, the coaches poll. Texas A&M got 285. Marshall got 40. 
And Texas A&M is ranked 22nd in the coaches' poll. Yeah, that's garbage. That's what I'm look, talking look, about, man. That That's trash. That's trash. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, it just it, it makes absolutely no sense. You got Pittsburgh there. I see Baylor. Okay, I, I think Pitt's Baylor. a decent. I think Pitt's a decent team. Here's the thing: I, I I'm not saying Texas A&M is a worse team than Marshall, right? Like, they're, they're talent, the floor, talent, Marshall. talent wise and stuff like that. But Texas A&M used to Marshall. What makes you think you need to be in front of them? Because I'm gonna tell you what: if it's a USC fight and you got upset by that guy, that dude's jumping up the rankings above you. As he should. should. Yep. So that that kind of ticks me off a little bit, man, to be honest with you. But ultimately, I just do a podcast. So. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so week three, man. Who who do you got in these games? Because I actually have two that I'm saying are my games to watch. One of them is is a ranked game, and the other one is a non-ranked game, but they always seem to play well against each other. So who, who you got, man? Who, who, what's, your, what's your teams to watch? I'm going to reel back and go back to uh, what we... Because I, I didn't even include these guys, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my boys, my BYU. That's, that, that, that should be a game to watch. I, uh, and I do agree with you. I, I think that... BYU is going to knock off Oregon in this matchup. Yeah. Mine to watch that is not ranked is Florida State at Louisville. Florida State's favored by two and a half points. That, I mean, that's a close score. These two teams, man, seem to just put it on each other whenever they play. It's like they step to a new level. So They don't like each other? But no, not at all. There's a lot of... There's a lot of hate between those schools. So they don't, they don't that, like hug and, and, and like give prayer at the end. No, man, they don't. Uh, they don't sing kumbaya around a bonfire. None of that. Neanderthals. Kind of rude. Yeah. How dare <laughs> you? <laughs> My other game to watch, though, which I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I, I would definitely be tuning in to this one, and that is and and it's not that I really honestly care for either one of the teams, but I think it's going to be a good show of both the teams. The Miami, Texas A&M. Yeah, Miami think, is your favorite team. You shut your mouth while I reach to this mic. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's going to be a good game to watch. Texas A&M is favored by five and a half points. I don't think so. I think Miami comes in there. Uh, I guess that would, I guess if you want to say upset, that would be an upset because Miami is rolling into Texas A&M. But that's just, like I said, it's just my pick, man. I think uh, also the, because you could say the the upset alert, if you want to put it out there, right? I think that, and this just kind of, just something in me tells you, you know, watch for them. My upset alert would have to be Texas Tech and NC State. NC State's favored by 10.5 points. They're both 2-0, and but... Texas Tech, it seems like every year is good for an upset or two. And I think this year it's going to be NC State. Right now, NC State is ranked 16th. And I just honestly, I I think they're going to win. I mean, they just knocked off Houston. Houston was ranked. Now, granted, they only knocked them off by three points, but they did knock them off. 
They beat the brakes off Murray State as they should. But I think they're going to get NC State, man. I really do. I think they're going to roll in. They got a pretty, pretty daunting schedule. I mean, they just played number 25 Houston. They're playing 16th ranked NC State this week. 8th ranked Oklahoma State. 17th ranked Baylor. 6th ranked Oklahoma. I mean, they have a daunting schedule ahead of them. But I think, I think they get it, man. I, I think they at least win this game and kind of put people on check. So that's my upset alert. I got Michigan State and Washington. Okay. I'm not sold on Michigan State. Huh. I'm, I'm I'm not sold on them. I don't think that they should be ranked that high, but Washington's they're only favored by th- Washington's favored by three. I mean, that's that's one that could you know they could very well lose. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Washington and Michigan State on this one. I think that this uh this may be a good one to watch. I'm I'm gonna tune in for this one. Okay. Okay. Do you ever get tired of needing to look in multiple places to find the headlines of the day? You have an app for the stock market. You have an app for your favorite sports teams. You even have an app to see which celebrities are making headlines. Well, now you don't have to have multiple apps in order to know what's going on in the world. Just one. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app that brings all of your favorite topics right to you, all from one place. Browse articles that you choose from, sports, tech, Bitcoin, science, your favorite celebrities, and more. The best part is all of your favorite topics are read by real people. They even have podcasts and digital radio. Imagine having the entire web completely listenable and all in one place. Now you can with Newsly. Download and use Newsly for free now on any iOS or Android device and use promo code WSTS to receive a one-month free premium subscription. That promo code again is WSTS. Stop scrolling and start listening today with Newsly. Well, then, let's get to the, to the pros then. How about that? Yes, sir. I'm down for it. Let's get it. How about that? All right. Let's see. With the pros, you and I threw out some games to watch. And I, I'll be honest with you. I do not for the life of me remember what your game to watch was. But I do remember mine was saying the Bills and the Rams. And I was correct. The Bills are the truth. The Bills are the truth. I don't think I had one, Bo. I don't remember if you did or didn't, man. I, I, if I did, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure whoever. I don't think I had one. I, I don't. I, okay. I don't think I had one. No biggie, no biggie. So I might have concurred with you on that one. I think it might have just been the Bills and the Rams. But it, other than and that, it, it been. really could have been. So let's uh, let's roll in. We'll we'll take turns with this. We're going to recap the this week in the NFL here. So first game of the season, like I said, was the Bills and Rams. Great game, man. I mean, it really was. Unless you're a Rams fan, uh, the Bills just came out and looked like. Okay, well let me let me rephrase that. Right. So to me, this was actually the whole tale of two tapes. Right. The beginning game looked. Shaky, dude. I mean, it looked shaky. Neither team looked like they really was like, you know, going to take the lead. They were jocking. They actually went in the half tied 10 10. And it was like, okay, you know, this is, this is going to be a heavyweight slugfest. And then the Bills came out of the locker room 
and the Rams did not. And the Rams just put it on them, man. I mean, they just, I'm sorry, the Bills just put it on them after that. I mean, they really did. They just lit them up. Lit them up. You know, they had over 100 and, I mean, they had 160 more total yards than them. They beat them in passing yards by over 100. They beat them in rushing yards by almost 70. And the Rams actually ran more plays. It was just a beatdown. You know, the Rams got sacked more. They lost almost 50 yards in sacks. They, I mean, it was just a beatdown after the half. I I think um, Sean McVay forgot to take Jalen Ramsey out of the toaster a little. Like he was a little late. He got been burnt t- all night. I've been telling y'all that man is not it. That man is not it. I cannot believe that he was ranked in the top 10 in the NFL and the top corner. You're crazy. He is not the top corner. There is no amount of jelly you can put on that burnt toast. No, he's garbage, man. And here's the thing, right? He talked all them bad comments about Josh Allen, talking about he was a garbage pickup and the Rams or the, the Bills will regret that and this and that. That dude, I seen the stat line when he plays against him. Josh Allen is ripping that guy apart every time they play against each other. I mean, ripping it apart. It's it's embarrassing, dude. It really is. It's embarrassing. It's like you in the internet doesn't forget. So they just put him on blast. Thought he was in the same category as Richard Sherman. (laughs) Yeah, that dude. That dude's garbage. So that's all I got to say about that game. Okay, well let's uh let's let's switch over to the uh. Saints and Falcons, I know this wasn't something you liked. You were a little bit proud of your, your Falcons. Uh, I, I wasn't. I'm, I'm, I've been rooting for the Falcons. I stopped actually rooting for the Falcons after the debacle in the uh, Super Bowl against the Broncos way back in the days. Don't you give me any old jokes, Jonathan. I don't have to say it. Everybody's got the internet. Go ahead. So it looked good for the Falcons starting off. They they were doing very decent. They were they were up at half, and then remnants of the Super Bowl against the Patriots again. I don't understand. I, I actually feel bad for them a little bit. I especially feel bad for Marcus Mariota because he had a decent game. He didn't lose the game for them. He did not lose the game for them. Offense did well. It's the defense. Purely, you got Jameis Winston over there that can't even see. And he he went on a tear. Uh, I want to say I had a stat here looking for that one. I'll let you get the, I'll let you get the stat then. And I'll let you find that. And I'll go ahead and get my piece then on it. Yeah. And then we'll kick it back to you and let you close this one out. But oh, no, I got the stat. Okay. Well, you just, you just sit there a little bit because I'm not going to get my chance to cry afterwards. So, uh I think they changed the game plan up in the fourth quarter, to be honest with you, man. They were they were putting pressure on him. They were crushing him. I mean, they had four sacks, I, I want to say, in the first quarter. I mean, the first half, I know, they had four sacks. They were putting it on him. I mean, they were hitting him. They were putting pressure on him. And he was struggling, Jameis Winston, I'm talking about. And it was like on the fourth quarter, the defensive coordinator just switched up the game plan. So I don't understand why it's still apparent that our secondary struggles, our line to me ha- has built up, but our secondary, man, they still struggle, you know, and 
they're going to have to they're gonna have to do something with it, man. I I don't know what they're gonna have to do, but they gotta do they gotta do something. They gotta do something. I know they're nervous, I guess. I don't know. When they get to the fourth quarter they start freaking out. I don't know. But they got something's gotta get fixed. I don't think there's anything to fix other than stop fixing. If if you think about it, like and this and this goes to my stat here. The first three quarters, Jameis Winston was ten for eighteen for fifty-six yards, no touchdowns. The fourth quarter, 13, uh, 13 for 16, 202 yard, uh, 12 yards, two touchdowns. And two of those were spikes. You, you do not fix what is not broken. Mm-mm. That's a good defensive stat there for the first three quarters. Yep. You held him to that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Like, I might be a little petty when it comes to this, but if I'm the owner... I'm walking down there, and I'm firing the defensive coordinator on the field. He's a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator, so I don't think you go firing him, but you definitely got to do something. He on the Hall of Fame couch. <laughs> All That's right, well, crazy, man. I, I, I don't understand that. You can, if you're that, if you're a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator, then you know you don't, you don't, you don't change anything. Was there any significant injuries that happened? Because I, I suddenly watched this game because it was. At the tail end of when the Eagles were playing, so was no. there any injuries at nope. all? Nope. Nah, not really. Jameson got hurt, but it, it, he came back out. So that, that's I don't understand that. I really don't. It's this is frustrating for me because you have people on this team. Drake London did good. I remember you were kind of on the fence about him. He did decent. He five for seventy four, fourteen point eight average yards, seven targets. You, you, you know what Patterson's going to do. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, and I, and I guarantee we'll be having the same discussion here more times in the season, so I'm not tripping on it. It's, at this point, I'm used to it. So Let's not go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, it is what it is. Hey, on to the 49ers and Bears. I called this one. Mm-hmm. The Bears ended up beating the 49ers. Trey Lance, not such a good day, man. He completed less than 50% of his passes, had an interception, no touchdowns. And Justin Fields, kind of in the same boat, less than 50% of his passes, but he had two touchdowns and only one pick. Coming through for 121 yards, but in both of their defense, I guess you could say, it was torrential downpouring. But in the end of the day, hey, man, y'all got to win. If they hold on to one of those turnovers, possibly they win. They have more, they have more total yards than the Bears and everything. They had almost every stat better than the Bears. And the Bears found a way to win it. So that was uh that was a game I got right. What's your what's your take on this game, man? Jimmy G. What you gotta that's, say? I, I said Jimmy G. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's 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 all I got to say about that one. Very well then. Uh we'll yeah, give it we'll give go- it time like Nova came, baby. It'll work. All right then. Well then let's just go ahead and roll into the next game then. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. All right, so we're going to go with the Steelers and Bengals. This one was a this was a shocker to me, um, and it's only because of the miscues that Joe Burrow had. I try not to be too heavy on a player. He's coming in, what, in about four or five games, this will be a complete two seasons for him, two, complete two regular season games or regular seasons for him. Yeah. So, sophomore year. Okay, we're, we're coming at the end of his sophomore year. 
basically. But Burrow's been efficient. Like this is this is just a fluke game. I don't think it's going to be something that is going to be a reoccurrence. They did very decent on offense, other than those four picks he'd been balling. But Trubisky didn't lose the game. He managed it well and got him a dub. I see here that the wide receiver had the most rushing yards for the Steelers. That's crazy. All right, um, but. Jonathan, what do you what's your take on this one? All right, so before I get into that, Najee Harris got hurt, so that's probably why he didn't finish with it. Oh, he uh, did. With, okay, he did along with T. Higgins and Cam Hayward and oh, T.J. No, Watt, yeah. T.J. Mm-hmm. Watt torn pack. So we don't know. That's what they're fearing. We haven't seen anything officially come out yet as of the time of this recording of the podcast, but I can almost guarantee before I even get it posted that we will have something. But the stat that I have here, Burrow was sacked seven times and had five turnovers total. There was five overtime possessions and four game-winning kick attempts in this 2023 overtime win for the Steelers. It, it It was a game that if... You either one of your teams were in there, you were having a heart attack because it was just back and forth, man. I don't think this is this speaks to me more volumes about how great the Bengals are built. When you turn the ball over that many times and you still go to overtime, and the only reason they went to overtime is because the kick was blocked, the extra point that would have won it for them. I think it just speaks to how great your team is. So I don't think it, I'm not going to take anything from it. I think the the Bengals are going to bounce back. I still think they're going to win that division, and uh, and yeah, and they're going to be a super yeah. or not maybe not a Super Bowl team, but a but a Super Bowl contender again. Uh, if they don't fix this this offensive line thing, I did not see that stat, so I I, I mean, I'm going to stand corrected here a little bit. They you got to fix that line. You've got to fix that line. This was an issue last year. This is an issue this year. You've got to fix that. Didn't they pick up somebody in the draft? Didn't they pick up a free agent too? Don't know, man. What's going on? Are they like playing Uno or something when they're supposed to be practicing? What's going on here? I have no clue, man, but we'll just see how it plays out. Like I said, the Steelers, I think, are, I don't think they're the truth or nothing. So you got away with one. Be happy. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. The, uh, the Eagles-Lions, man. I know you watched that game. The Lions almost made a comeback, so that kind of was like, whoa, but hey, man, I like what I've seen. I don't think uh, necessarily Hodge looks amazing, but I do kind of like what I see. I, I, I think he's getting better. I, I, A.J. Brown balled out for y'all, so that worked out really, really well for y'all, and I, I think uh, y'all's defense crushed it, man. Uh, I think, you know, for the most part, I mean, y'all's defense. What'd you say? No, I'll take that back. I'm sorry. I looked at the wrong stat line. Your yes, defense you sucked. Your defense sucked. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I'm going to let you go ahead and get all that out because it's, it's, it's going to get worse whenever yeah. I get on. So you go ahead. Ah, oh, they sucked. But go ahead. I don't got nothing else to say about this. This is the worst defensive performance I thought I ever imagined for them considering – who we have on defense. I felt like they wanted to keep Fletcher Cox in the mix and it it ruined them in a sense because you simply 
the the numbers don't lie. I was talking to you about this earlier, and I saw this stat, and it was just amazing to me. When Fletcher Cox was in the game, they allowed 5.5 yards per play. When he was off the field, they averaged 3.2. That's ugly. This is ugly. When Jordan Davis was in the game, they averaged 2.9 yards per play. I don't know what else to tell you. Give Fletcher Cox less reps, which on the bright side, we might actually have a chance now. I don't wish anybody to have injuries, but this may be a good sign for the Eagles defensive line. Derek Barnett tore his ACL um, in the first quarter of the, the game, which means that most likely Fletcher Cox will most likely be moved to the outside at defensive end alongside with Josh Sweat and Brandon Graham and Jordan Davis will get a lot more reps now. Um, so it should work out better that way. I am a bit disappointed that Devontae Smith had four targets and no receptions and no yards. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah, it's, it, it is very weird. But I got a very interesting stat from that game. What you got? The Eagles are the first team since 1961 to have four different rushers score a touchdown. Nice. That was a very good set. Offense looked good. Offense looked good. Defense, we got to work on that. <laughs> Secondary was great. It was the running attack. Well, just for uh, for time's sake, we'll roll through some of these other games a little bit faster and then kind of get to the games that were highlighted, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dolphins game against the Patriots. Dolphins, I, I picked the Dolphins to win. I think, no, I think the Dolphins are the better team. Yeah. Um, right now, they, they made Mac Jones look bad, and it was just embarrassing. The, uh, the Ravens-Jets, no surprise there. The Ravens won. Uh, Lamar Jackson is playing what it seems like his final year in Raven Colors because he has since turned down a contract extension with them. So we'll see how that one plays out. Right. He, uh, Joe, Joe Flocker. Threw more yards than he did, but he was not as efficient as him. So I'll give him that. It was a it was a decent game. Um, he for threw more Jackson. yards than him. He threw fifty nine times. Yeah, he better. That's that's. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go on. Yeah, yeah y'all gonna hate me if I talk about Iverson. Um, the, he he was more efficient. Yeah, he was more efficient. I, I'm not gonna take anything away from him, other than the fact that I expect you to do that against the, the Jets. So good on you he, on doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. The uh, the Jaguars Washington Commanders game that was actually really close. I caught the tail end of that as Trevor Lawrence threw an interception to lose the game. Quarterback there, man. Hey, Carson Wentz had a pretty good game for the most part. I mean, he threw two picks, but he threw for three hundred yards, four touchdowns. Not hey. a bad game, man. Not a bad game at all. I mean, technically speaking, my guy. I mean, if you include those two picks that he threw to the other team, he. Through for seventy percent. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Hall of Fame numbers, baby. Oh, shut up. <laughs> All right, Browns Panthers. We'll circle back around to this one, but the Browns ended up upsetting the Panthers, and I'm sure that was painful for Baker Mayfield. Colts Texans. This was a tie. Uh, we'll definitely enjoy that little conversation in just a minute here too. Jets tight. I mean, I'm sorry, Giants Titans. 
the Giants ended up upsetting the Titans. That is embarrassing. There's no other way to put it. I mean, that's embarrassing. You shouldn't have lost that team. Bar, uh, Bar- Barkley, I mean, he, he balled out. So that's Fan of them. I'm so happy about them winning that one. I feel good for them. That's a good sign, man. That's a good sign. So then we roll into the Packers-Vikings, and dum, dum, that is an ugly situation in Green Bay, and we will talk about that one in a minute. But the Vikings came out and looked amazing. They looked solid. They Honestly, if you look at the stat line, uh, if, if you told me the stat line and you told me, all right, quarterbacks are Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins, I'd have flopped them. They were Kirk Cousins couldn't have been much better. Aaron Rodgers couldn't have been much worse. Justin Jefferson had uh, you know, all of all of uh, pretty much Kirk Cousins' yardage. So 184 yards on nine receptions and two touchdowns. So that's a second coming of Randy Moss, it looks like there. Oh, yeah. We rolled into the Chiefs and Cardinals game. Well, like I said, we'll come back to this one, too. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Chiefs just dismantled the Cardinals, man. And I'll be honest with you. I had the Cardinals winning this. I thought they would do better. I was like, okay, cool. You got Brown. You got Hopkins. You know, you're losing. The Chiefs are losing somebody that was very, very good for them. I don't know what this speaks more about volumes, about which one. But... Hopkins didn't play. Hmm? Hopkins didn't play. He suspended for six games. That's right. That's right. I wish I'd have thought about that before I made my call. I forgot about yeah, that. No, you're fine. You're fine. That's what I'm here for. You help me. I help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, that that's, uh, I mean, that's. That's a big thing. The Cardinals defense didn't show up to play there. No. So it is what it is there. The Raiders Chargers. Chargers end up winning. That was a – the game was made to look closer than it was. Let's just be honest. The, the, the Chargers were up 24 to 10 at one point, mm-hmm. and they almost let the Raiders make a comeback, but that game, that game was a lot closer than, than it looked like. And then you got last night's game, the Buccaneers and Cowboys, and – wasn't no game. It wasn't a game at all. I mean, it really wasn't. It was. It's. It, I mean, it was to me. It was. It was not enjoyable. There was a lot of kicks. Uh, Tom Brady. I mean, the 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 Cowboys have some issues going on, and with Dak Prescott now being out six to eight weeks with thumb surgery, it's. I, I, you're going to see probably a firing in the off season from the Cowboys. You think McCarthy's going to get fired behind this? 100% because Jerry Jones is just that irrational to me. That's, just, that's, that's very irrational. He's very I mean, rational. I, you, you know what would have been rational? If I, if, 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 what would have been rational for Jerry Jones? If he had fired McCarthy last year. <laughs> that, that's how you fix that problem. Don't, don't fire him now. You, gotta, you made your bed laying it. Yeah, well, he's not like that. You know how Jerry Jones is. He's not like that. That's why if there was a video circulating around. But McCarthy, when he gets the news, he's, you can just see the disgust look on his face that he's hurt. So, understandably why, you should be disgusted because uh, you're about to be on the unemployment line probably. So He'll, he'll land somewhere. I, 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 McCarthy will land somewhere. He'll, I just he, think he's in a bad situation. Nobody's, nobody thrives in that place. No, no. You, you, yeah, you, you, you can't. There's no way. I could never be a head coach or a GM because you're not really a GM with the no. Cowboys. No, so uh, I'd rather go be. I'd rather go coach with Bill Belichick. At least I don't well, get a championship over there. We'll see. We'll see. Well, let's roll into some highlights from this uh, this week. And your boy Mahomes threw for five touchdowns. 
he is actually the fourth player to throw for 300-plus passing yards, five passing touchdowns, and no interceptions in a week one game. The other three all went on to win the MVP that year. That was Lamar Jackson, Peyton Manning, and Dan Marino. So it, he's, I mean, he's got a good look to him, man. That's a, that's a, that's good company to be in. You know, he's, he's also, he's thrown for 18 touchdowns without an interception in week one. And in five games with at least three passing touchdowns, no interceptions, that ties Peyton Manning and Tom Brady for the most since 1950. But here's the difference, man. They did that. And and it, Brady has been has nineteen week one openings right that he played, and Manning had seventeen. Mahomes has only had five, so he's done it five and five. So the boy's the truth. Uh, I mean, he he honestly he's, he's balling out there, dude. Yeah, th- this is what I was kind of pointing towards um, when we had this conversation. Is is you know if if Mahomes would farewell again with not having Tyreek Hill. My point and emphasis is I'm, I'm a big fan of Andy Reid. He was a coach for the, the Eagles, so I know how his offense runs. You don't know who the ball's going to. He threw to nine, he threw nine completions, at least nine, to nine different players. You don't know where the ball's going. No, you have no idea. I like Andy Reid. I like Andy Reid, honestly. So. Yeah, man, I, I wish I could be there whenever, like his post games, when he gets like freaking – Eight burgers. Well, yeah, man. It eats all of them. I'll just be sitting there in fascination. Like, I'm jealous, man. I wish I could eat eight burgers. That's what I'm saying, man. And not have a stomach ache. He's probably still hungry. He's eat- eating like Tic Tacs. Yeah, a little mustache moving up and down. Yeah, I know, right? With a little mustard on his lip. <laughs> hey, what about them wide receiver woes in the Green Bay locker room? I think it's the T. What? The- he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't give the receivers any T. He just took the T. He didn't give any of the tea any, to anybody else. He, he didn't even ask if they wanted the tea. He just didn't give it to them. Okay. Well, I don't know what you're talking about the team. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that's ugly, man. I posted a stat. You know, Devontae Adams had more receiving yards than all the wide receivers in Green Bay combined. I believe. Yeah, bro. That's that's ugly. I believe. That's ugly. And I, if I was Devontae Adams, I'd be calling a Rod like, "Hey, man, see what I did." Yeah. Hey, that just that just speaks to the legacy of Devontae Adams. Not a good look. Not a good look. I, I got a question for you. What you got? Do you, if Devontae Adams goes at the same pace he's, he is right now as, as like being one of the best wide receivers, can you see, see him being a top three at the end of his career? Yes. Yes. I mean, the dude is the dude has stayed healthy for the most part. You know, the dude gets out there and balls. He has a lot of receptions, a lot of yards after catch. I mean, yeah, the, the he, he's good. He, and the thing is, he flies under the radar when most people talk. Now he's, he's obviously he's going to the forefront a little more now. But when people talk about big name wide receivers, they never talk about Devontae Adams, really, man. Unless you really are a guy that plays fantasy football or something like that, digs into the stats. I got another one for you. Do you at, at, at today's state of mind right now, right? Is he better than Calvin Johnson? No. All right, all right. I thought okay, all right. We keeping it a buck. I appreciate that. No, no, he'll never be. He'll never be. Uh, he he'll never have the seasons Calvin Johnson 
But if he has the longevity, then you can put him above Calvin Johnson. One for one, you're playing one on one side, one on the other side. He's not a Calvin Johnson. When's the last time he had a 300-yard receiving game? Last time he had three people covering him. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that moves us into the 49ers wet in the bed there. And you said, Jimmy G, you think, uh, how, what week do you, four, do you four, think this? Four, week four. Let me week finish four. the question. I knew, I knew you was going to ask me. <laughs> God, week four, huh? I'm sorry. I've been waiting for you to ask me that for about 30 minutes because I think you're going to ask me that. You, you can't lose to the Bears, man. I, I had a feeling they'd lose to them, but you can't lose to the Bears. You, you, you can't lose. Not when you're a team that has been in the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl within the past three or four years. You, you can't. There's no excuse for it. Well, this is my thing. I was listening to Tony Dungy. Um, I love uh, me some Tony Dungy. I, I love Tony Dungy too, man. Um, right before the Sunday night game, mm-hmm. he, says, he said, there's no way you can continue starting. Trey Lance? Yeah, Trey Lance. Sorry, I was about to say Larry Nance, So, <laughs> which is a basketball player. Tony Dungy said, there's no way that you can continue playing that quarterback with those struggles when you have Jimmy G on the bench and your players know that this, that Jimmy G has taken you to two NFC uh, championship games into one Super Bowl, There's no way you can do that because if you keep him on the bench like that, you're going to lose that locker room. And then ultimately you're going to lose your job quickly, quickly. And I agree with him. Yeah. I mean, how can you not do you know what I mean? How, how can you not agree with him? It's going to be – I'm interested to see how this is all going to play out for sure because I honestly think they're going to lose the locker room very quick at this rate. So, Absolutely. What about what – about, what was your take on Mayfield's I feel so bad for him. Why? He didn't do anything wrong. Like, he, he, he is not the reason why the Panthers lost. He is not. That defense, like my – like. What really should have happened to my Eagles happened to the Panthers. That, you know what happened to my Falcons? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna do it. You did it. I, I mean, but like, hey, look, man, I'll be honest with you. The, I'm not upset by the way that game went. I thought we were gonna get blown out by the Saints. Honestly, I did pick the Falcons to win, but that's just because I can't pick the Saints to beat us. Sorry, but I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be biased. But I, I was actually happy with the way they performed. I was not necessarily happy where the fourth quarter went. But I mean I don't I don't pick I honestly the whole end of the season didn't pick my Falcons to be to have a winning season or to even make the playoffs. And the and I did pick the Saints to make the playoffs and have a winning season. So the fact that they did that good against them shows that we are starting to move in the right direction defensively. We just got to put it all together. We got to make some changes on with the corners. But I mean, let's be honest: the wide receiving core for the Saints is nasty. Let's just put it out there. I mean, they got a great receiving receiving core, man. So and and Jameis Winston, as we had a chance multiple times to win the game, man. We dropped uh, I think one or two interceptions. We had a bad snap on a play that would have you know could have got us a first down and would have ran the clock out. We lost that game for ourselves. And Jameis Winston, he he's always been able to move that ball and launch it, and he's got receivers that are fast. A hell of an arm. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, I can see uh, the Panthers. I mean, I don't think the Panthers are a great team, 
But I do think Baker Mayfield will. I think honestly he he'll he'll do better for the Panthers than he did for the Browns. Absolutely. I I I don't know. I I don't see where all the big hoopla is about Baker Mayfield starting for the Panthers. He's better than Sam Darnold, in my opinion. I mean, he's yes. more he's more proven. I I just don't I don't understand. I th- I think that he's got a bad go in, in Cleveland. What quarterback hasn't? Let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel, where is he? Doing a documentary for Netflix. Yeah, isn't there like what's his name, Brady Quinn or something? Was is that was that his name? The guy that came from Notre Dame. Yep, that was Brady Quinn. Yeah, oh, Brady O'Quinn or is it Quinn? I can't remember what. Yeah, it was Brady it was. Quinn. It was Brady Quinn. Well, you can't remember because he wasn't in the league long enough. Exactly. He's, he's an announcer now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Colt McCoy. You know. Yeah. Tim Couch. How many concussions this man got to get until he's you know he becomes like a permanent backup? Thank God yeah. he did that million dollar insurance policy when he left Texas. I mean, what was that kid's name? Kaiser? 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 Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Poor soul. Bro, I mean, it was left and right, left and right, so. Like, all of a sudden, now you act like the Browns are, like, this this upscale team that, like, oh, you know what? We're going to get rid of Baker Mayfield because that's what's holding us back. Dude took you to the playoffs, man. Get out of here. And won. Get out of here. Jacoby was set through for 18 out of 34. For 147. Oh my gosh. You ready for this stat here? What'd you get? Nick Chubb averaged more yards rushing than Jacoby Brissett did throwing. I believe it. I had Nick Chubb in my fantasy football league. Yeah. That's I I think the Panthers are I think they got problems, obviously. I think their head coach is garbage. But I think they got problems. But I do think Baker could potentially be a long-term solution for them. So I think he is the long-term solution, man. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna go out. I'm pulling for him because I think he had a bad go in Cleveland. I'm pulling for him too. So hey, what about the AFC South being winless after Week One? <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you play? How do you have two teams playing each other and go winless, bro? <laughs> hey, hey guys, I know it's overtime, but we're not gonna. Nobody's gonna win today, okay? Yeah, I'm just gonna hold the ball. <laughs> Oh, geez. you know, my what poor is... boss, my old boss, when I used to work at pest control, I messaged him. I said, hey, how you doing over there? So I don't want to talk about it. What, what fan is he of? He's a Colts fan. He's like, the Colts suck, man. I, I was like, I know, man. I actually felt bad for him at the time because they weren't doing too hot. I'm pulling for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh you're pulling for him. Oh, of course. Matty Ice is there. Of course, I'm going to pull for him, man. You know what? And, and, and you know what? Matty Ice, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what more you can ask of the man. I mean, he's a game manager. He can, he can manage a game. We, we know I, that. I don't think he – I think he's – honestly, I think he's more than a game manager. Do I think he's a superstar? No, he can't move around. But if you put the right pieces around that dude, he – I mean, he can he can make it happen. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl, won an MVP, was – I mean, he's been in the NFC Championship more than once. You know, he can do it. You just had to put the piece around him. I think you have it. I honestly think you had the pieces. I think you just had a bad game against Texans. Texans yeah. always play. It's, in, it's an inter-division uh, game. So, then I want to give a shout-out to uh, old Typhon because uh, he just messaged me, by the way, and he said that uh, he's upset that Geno Smith is throwing dots. And he said, and I mean dots. Geno Smith <laughs> looks nasty, bro. Uh, I hope he's lighting <laughs> up with, with DK Metcalf because DK Metcalf is on my fantasy football league. So, Hey, look, as long as, as – as, uh... You know, Russell Wilson doesn't do well, and Drudy stays 
pointless. I beat Tyson probably by like 40 points. So Yeah, I beat, I beat Ski by about 40. So, hey, let's run into the injury report real quick, man, and then we'll run into our uh, – we'll talk real fast about our fantasy football league and the breakdown so all the listeners can hear what's up. And uh, then we'll run into uh, our facts and, and close this bad boy out. So, yes. the, unless I'm missing anything, the only three big injuries I have seen so far is T.J. Watt potentially torn pectoral. We don't know the time he'll be out. Obviously, Dak Prescott, thumb surgery. Um, we don't know exactly what the injury was, but he'll be out six to eight weeks. And then just come in. If you got him on your fantasy football team, I am sorry. The starting running back for the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell, out for eight weeks. Yep. So that is the injury report. That's all the big key injuries I have seen come across my news feed, unless I've missed something. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything. Other, I mean, the biggest one, in my opinion, is Watt. So, I mean, if, if, if this guy here was <laughs> could have broke the freaking sack record this year. I think he tied it last year. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, uh, it's rough for him, man. I mean, it's rough. But, hey, it is what it is, so. Rolling into fantasy football. So, we got week one. We got. Tacos All Life, which is my team, versus Big Black, which is uh, Ski. He, uh, the final score, well, the score is right now, and it's going to pretty much be over with. It's 123 to 91. I won that one. Then we go into, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, man. This is your boy, Team G. Oh, oh, Guadarrama. Yeah, that's it. Versus Texas Nightmares. This one's a close one, man. This one's still out for debate, right? Who's going to win this one? But it's 112. To 102 right now with Texas Nightmares still having Jay Williams and C. Sutton out there. So if Denver doesn't pull it together, your boy's going to win it. So there's that one. And then we got uh, Team McNulty versus uh, CDs. And McNulty come out there and had the, the highest scoring team this week. He, I mean, he smoked him. 138 to 107. That wasn't even that wasn't even a chance there. And then we got uh, Daddy Fat Sacks here. That's you. Yeah, and, old, and old Team Kelly. And uh, sorry, Team Kelly, but unless uh, Russell Wilson and, and Judy have a better performance on the back end, it's, uh, it's pretty much over for you. That's 105 to 79 right now. And then the final game. Which this one is 100% locked in. Burger Town Phillips with 109 and Pison, his old Believe Ever, or whatever he named it, man. Oh, Pison, he won this one, man. 109 to 118. So that is the week one wrap up. And like I said, a lot of people are hearing this right now. We are actually recording right now in the middle of the Broncos and Seahawks game. So this can. This can kind of change. This will be something we do, you know, moving forward. We're going to be recording, obviously, during the game, you know, or right before it or something like that. So we'll never kind of be able to – we'll speak on it the next week. We'll speak on that primetime game the next week. But we're not going to really be able to touch on it um, and kind of do that. So if any of these stats change, we'll make sure we update all y'all next week. That way y'all can keep track of it. And just know we do this Fantasy Football League every year starting now, and there will be a pot. Uh, free money. All you got to do is enter and play. So 
Right now we're at 10 teams this year. We, we're possibly going to expand that next year. And who knows, we may even run more than one league next year. So with a little bit of pot, a little bit of money in there. So it's a good time, man. Good time. I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm going to go on record and probably say I'm going to lose tonight. So. <laughs> wow. Because I'm like the Cowboys do. What can go wrong will go wrong. So Ain't no, ain't no way, bro. He's far behind you. No, 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 no. I'm going to get tore up. It's what? 105 to 79. Something will happen. No way, dude. I mean, uh, oh, 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 Judy's only got one reception, man. For 67 yards. And a touchdown, but still. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, this is over with, uh, man. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I think y'all got it, man. I think you got it. So. This dude had one catch, and he has more points than Debo Samuel. <laughs> I'll give it to you, man. So. Well, let's roll into these. Uh, let's roll into the stats. Um, I have an f- interesting fact for you. Not a stat. Right, I'll, this- I'll let you do that, and then I'm gonna roll into two stats. I got one that's kind of special, and then one that kind of fits with our normal theme. So go ahead. Yeah, and and you know, uh, winning Mondays. Okay, Eagles won. Right, so I'm gonna give you an Eagles fact today. Um, uh-huh. In 1943, the Eagles merged rosters with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The reason why they merged these rosters is because World War II created a massive player shortage. Yep, yep. So what happened is, is those teams merged together. What'd they call them? Was it, was it the Steagles? It was very much so the Steagles. I was trying <laughs> to leave that out. <laughs> ah, no, sir. No, sir. You're a Steagles fan. Don't you lie to me. Uh, <laughs> I will hey. definitely say this is probably what caused the 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 interstate rivalry between those two, you know, not like they didn't need any more fire. Yeah. You know, who owns them? Who owns them at that point? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> so, Steagles. Oh, well, <laughs> with mine, so obviously, uh, you and I were both veterans, um, and nine eleven did happen yesterday, right? Twenty one years ago, and. Uh, I can honestly say that's what changed my path in life was watching that sequence of events, that unfortunate sequence of events. So I seen this stat and and I knew I had to put it out there, man, um, because it is just this. It's honestly an amazing thing, and it's, and a sad thing at the same time. So firefighter Michael and I'm I may mess his last name up, but Cam. Murata lost his life at the age of 22 in the September 11th attacks. In 1991, he played right field for the Staten Island team that made it to Williamsport. His number 11 is the only number retired by the Little League World Series. Yep. Wow. So, that's, uh, I told you it's kind of deep, a little deep stat, man, but I seen it, and I'm like I said that 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 event changed my life. Honestly, I'll I'll never forget where I was, what I was doing, everything. We talked about this weekend because I looked down at my phone. Actually, at 21 years to the minute of when the second plane flew into the the tower. So, thing, man, a little dark, and and I apologize for anybody if I brought any sad feelings, but it's something that I'll never let die. And me. So, put on. 
to a little bit lighter topic. Mahomes, in his first 32 games, threw for the most touchdowns in NFL history. Got an idea of how many he threw? Mm. Oh, about 320. What? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I'm talking about touchdowns. How many touchdowns did he throw in his first 32 games? Touchdown. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Um, let's see here. Should we be looking it up. No, I'm not. I'm actually looking at my gaming monitor right now. I'm going to go with about 110. And in his first 32 games? First 32, yeah. He ain't balling out like that now. I said he had the most ever, but my God. He had had 79 touchdowns in his first 32 games. He's on one of only, uh, I think it was two players to ever throw. I know he's one of only uh, two players to ever throw for over 75 touchdowns in their first 32 games. Him and Justin Herbert and Josh Allen are probably going to be the only quarterbacks that may be able to break that touchdown record from Brady. Brady owns the touchdown record, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're the only three quarterbacks in today's era. I think Herbert is is a long shot outside of that, but... It'll be between right now, and he's played exactly 32 games, I think is what I've seen, and he's thrown for 69 touchdowns. He's not far off from Mahomes, honestly. Right. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a, that's a pretty nice little stat. So, I honestly don't think Josh Allen will break that because Josh Allen does not throw as many touchdowns as the other two. Boy, but Josh Allen, collectively touchdowns, he's a touchdown machine. So, yeah. Well, do you got any, uh, you got any shout outs this week? I do not have any shout outs this week. Not 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 any. No, no, no. No. Not th- not this week. You 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 got to earn the shout out for me. Well, I am uh I don't have a necessarily a singular shout out, but I do have a thank you. And I want to tell everybody that has listened to the podcast through the first 10 episodes and went through the growing pains with us because let's be honest, there have been some as we, you know, go through which uh which service we're gonna use to record our audio to you know how we do this, how we do that, who we bring on, how we record theirs, and you know how we publish it, how we get it out, obviously with our busy schedules moving it around, and we've had donations that have helped us kind of get up and going. I mean, you name it, man, the people that have listened to the show have been amazing so far, so our guest for 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 one guest. Uh, shout out to Tyler. I got a, I got definitely, I have gotten phone calls, text messages and everything about him coming on last week and people just loving it. So thank you, man, for everybody, you know, for Zach coming on for, for Tyler coming on for everybody we've had on. We definitely got some more guests in the workings coming on. You know, at least uh, at least three or four that I can think of right now without even really trying to think about it. And we just want to say thank you to everybody that that has put their time and effort and sweat helping share it. Um, I, I I can't thank y'all enough for real. I really cannot. Well, Vince, yes, you sir. got nothing. I got nothing. 
I, I, I don't have anything. Guys, thank you for listening. Um, it's been quite the ride. I will definitely say that um that this is this is truly an honor that y'all actually enjoy us enough to to listen to us for one. Um so we enjoy providing you with the content. Yep. So thank you. That's right. So with that, Vince, this wraps up episode 10. And again, I'm just going to go ahead and retire right now on this high note. So, hey, man, appreciate you coming out here. Appreciate all y'all faithful listening out there. Continue to share it. Continue to push it. We have some other stuff in the works. We're crunching some things. We're going to have uh, our YouTube channel up and running here shortly. Dropping some... some uh, Stuff on there. Nothing with the nothing with the podcast. Well, sort of with the podcast, but a little bit different, right? So be on the lookout for that. We're working towards getting video up and running with us, so you can uh, you can see my beautiful mug and uh, and and Vince's big head. You know what I? You know you can put that. Appreciate it, everybody. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.